What's good, everybody? You are now in the mix. It's your big dog, Kid Six, Chateau's finest, Carlton, your dig, and your girl, Leah, a.k.a. The Therapist. This is episode 44. Thank you guys for rocking with us and getting in the mix. We are now six episodes away from the big five up. So this is pretty dope. Hey, I know how we rock in during Black History Month. Ain't nothing stopping us. So, of course, you know, we're either going to hit you with some fun Black History fun facts or a nice little inspirational quote. And I'm going to hand that off to my man, Shot Town's finest, Carlton, your dig, because, of course, the energy that we had last week with the black y'all, and we black y'all, and we black it and black it black it black y'all. <laughs> we still holding it down out here for Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? Last year I gave, last week I gave y'all a Morgan State University fact. So I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a little Baltimore for y'all this week, man. I'm gonna highlight a couple people. Uh, you know, Baltimore Giants, as I would like to call them. Three people: uh, Lily M. Carroll. You know what I'm saying? She was the president of Baltimore's NAACP from 1935 to 1970, and she's the mother of Baltimore's civil rights movement. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her. She uh, lived from 1889 to 18 to 1975. Um, Reginald F. Lewis, he's a business executive and he's the CEO of a Fortune 1000 company. And, you know, shout out. They have a, they actually have a museum named after him at Morgan State University. So I got to, you know, throw that one out there again. Okay. <laughs> you know, man, they, 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 they out here working. Even, even, I might even, I might even like, Allow y'all to throw some Ed Reed in there because I know y'all like Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? You be Blake, Clarence Burns. We just gonna we just gonna name a few more because we keeping it black, y'all. We keeping it black, y'all. And I'm black at the black, and I'm back. That's lit. That sounds fun. It's Carlton. You dig with some more little fun facts for us, man. I'm definitely loving this each and every week. That's pretty dope. I got Black History Month, and of course, y'all know. Got to give a shout out to our sponsors who are. Black-owned businesses as well. So shout out to Rich King Brand, which my good brother Shatown's finest got on like a nice that. little that's, that's fresh. tracksuit going on right now. Black in the neon. I'm going in the dark right now. Oh, uh, that's that shit lit. I ain't even going front. I, I definitely need one of them. And Sour Life Clothing Line, and of course our newest Black-owned sponsor, Wine O'Clock. So make sure y'all check them out as well and get some new wines because we'll be presenting those as well. Because you know. Follow, the following week, we got our wine down with Leah. And you know, we got a new wine for her to try out as well. All right, right. Bet, bet, bet. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so, this is, so this is definitely pretty dope, man. Mm-hmm. So of course, y'all know how the rundown goes. What you mixing up. So of course, we got to talk sports, news, entertainment, and then carry over to some good old shop talk for y'all. And then later on, we'll be blessing folks, of course, with our Who's Man's is this and more. So just stay locked and keep in the mix. And we'll jump right into it. And of course, you know, we got to talk NFL. Oh, yeah. And over the weekend, of course, of course, uh, yes. Tom Brady solidified his seventh ring in I his career. Told people Tom Brady was going to get his seventh ring. That's all I got to say. Listen, what did the good I, man Skip say? Don't ever bet against. Tom Brady. No better get to Brady, man. Yes, he did. He said that. Um, we spoke on it. We did. I, I said it before, right? His his path to get there and then doing it. He had to beat Drew Brees, then Aaron Rodgers, then Mahomes, and he did it. Yeah, you definitely. So, called you, so it. then now, see, you can say he's the goat. 
Hey, you could you could have said it before. Now for the people that was questionably saying it before, mm-hmm. it's no question. Man. Even through all the cheating and all the stuff that y'all talked about, right? Okay. I, you know, I, I'm still. I, I don't know. Uh, do I still do I still want to call him the goat? Uh, I don't know. And I'll 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 share my reasoning behind it, mm-hmm. and then you guys can feel free to chime in on it, right? Okay. Now we all know, of course. Offense wins games, defense wins championships. And I will say this, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, I'll more so say the defense carried them more than anything. Well, the defense uh, carried them throughout the whole playoffs. However, we can't take away Tom Brady, though. Like I'm not going to take away Tom Brady, but I think I think everyone is looking at it to give more, to give him more praise than the defense. And that defense really turned it around. Mm-hmm. And that defense was probably by far one of the best defenses I've seen throughout the playoffs, probably since I want to say what that early 2000s uh, Baltimore Ravens defense when they won their first Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That would, and what I say about this defense was the fact that in each of their postseason games, they were either able to record um, multiple sacks on the opposing de- uh, offense. They caused a number of turnovers. So each quarterback that Shottown's finest named at the beginning when they had to take on Drew Brees, they they embarrassed Drew Brees, all right? Not only did they get a number of sacks on them, but they also got a number of turnovers on them as well. And then you go into Lambeau Field and you do the same thing against Aaron Rodgers, and then you don't let up. And then you do the same thing in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. Patrick Mahomes, that old line that man was running for his life all game. Yeah. I mean, I ain't never seen him scramble like that, ever. It really showed. It it, it really showed. So, I really, I really more so, I give, I give it up to the defense, to be honest with you. You know, shout out to, shout out to Tom Brady, because he really didn't need to do much. Tom Brady was like, 21 to 29 or 22 to 29 for 209 yards and three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. First, first of all, the man on Pat Mahomes had, I think, 20 or 21 dropbacks, which almost set a Super Bowl record for the most dropbacks. So we got to we gotta give this, the uh, defense a lot of credit for that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, also I, I brought this up too, man. I know I'd be hating calling stuff like this out, but the referees were like on one. Like I don't know if y'all have seen it, but they had like if you look at the amount of penalties called for uh Tampa Bay and the amount that was called for the Buccaneers. Kansas City. Like you know what I'm saying? It wasn't it not to say that it should have been even, but it's just like my whole thing is always this. Both of these teams were good enough to get into the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So they they've been playing like similarly the same way throughout the season. Like we kind of see how they can play. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like they make it to the Super Bowl and now this team, their defense is just looking this sloppy according to the penalties. And it was just like, right. they've, been, they, they've been playing like this. And then you see it, like even on, uh, they set a record, they had the most penalty yards in one half in Super Bowl history. Kansas City had in that first half. You know yeah. what I'm saying? On top of that, it was just like, bro, it wasn't until like, I think the fourth quarter that third, like late third quarter that 
Tampa Bay even got their second penalty. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, we see the defense was out there on one against Pat Mahomes, but we also see when Kansas City's defense got out there, the refs were throwing flags left and right. And, I right. think it was some questionable like, calls, definitely on those two passes. It was a lot of them. Y'all, y'all, y'all remember the, uh, the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct joint that they called against, uh, who was that? Hell uh, against uh, Tyron Matthew. Yeah, yeah. And that's and crazy. It's him, him and Brady was talking shit to each other. Like, right, right. It's all day on the field, but they get the unsportsmanlike conduct. Mm-hmm. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. I've, yo, let that have been a black quarterback chasing down a white player. They had to throw the flag on the black quarterback and not the white player. So that was honestly, that was really shocking for me. I think, um, you know, you're right. The, the, those BS calls that um, Tampa Bay were getting. It was definitely a momentum changer for Kansas City for sure, uh, especially going into halftime because there were like two plays where um, they weren't catchable passes. Yeah, but those they were two pass interference. That I yeah, yeah. I, I, those were those were a little sketchy. I would have missed so, that one. He yeah, no, he, tripped. he was. He yep. didn't even trip him. It was like he was chasing him, and he tripped the defender. Which made him fall into his own legs, and they was like, "Oh, pass interference." Oh yeah, God. it was. It was. They were like overthrowing. They were overthrowing. They were the one catch those. Yeah, but I think, but I think overall, though, uh, just looking at the way Kansas City's offense looked against Tampa Bay's defense, it it, it was almost as if like it was no chance for them. And then on top of that, too, you never really like you saw players just dropping passes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Pat was running for his life, and the fact that he was still able to put some of those passes on the money, and it's hitting you right there in the face mask, and you're not even just. So I, I mean, I felt I felt bad for him. Um, that was the ugliest I've ever seen that dynamic offense look. Uh, so yeah, that you know, so but hats off to hats off to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And okay, the conversation, you know, obviously all day yesterday was Tom Brady, right? And the fact that he has seven, you know, Super Bowl rings, they're saying, can anybody ever catch up to that to that point or even surpass it by getting eight? Because, you know, mind you, he's not retiring. People are like, all right, Brady, you need to retire. He's like, no, I'm going to keep going. So as long as he keeps going, he has a possibility to get his number eight ring. And that's a, that's a huge possibility that can happen. So will anybody surpass that or even come close to getting? No. I, to be honest with you, I don't really see it happening. Um, because you would really have to... I mean, the fact that Tom Brady was able to make it to 10 Super Bowls is... I mean, that's that's. But you guys think about like why though, right? Like why was he able to get to ten Super Bowls? He did some things that a lot of other quarterbacks are not willing to do. He he took a lot of like not saying pay cuts, but he was getting paid not as much as he should have been getting paid. So he can create a dynasty, right? They're talking about will this be like a a new dynasty? Can that ever happen? With these these uh, quarterbacks taking all this lump sum of money, they don't have enough. But the thing is, but the thing is, is that here's the thing. It's not as if he was taking pay cuts and they were bringing in big time players. They weren't doing any of that, so it wasn't as if like him taking a pay cut. Like he was still able to lead a mediocre ass team yeah. to a Super Bowl. His best team, yeah. his best team was when they went undefeated, and that's when they had 
Randy Moss. Um, I believe Rob Gronkowski might have been on that offense then. Uh, Aaron Hernandez. I mean, you got to really think that was probably like one of his most dynamic offense offenses. But like you in just his said, career. to think about that, he decided to take a very mediocre team and like, hey, he got some key players. You know, Gronk, Antonio Brown, some other people. Like, hey, we're going to the Super Bowl. And he did it. You you gotta say that's 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 a lot of credit to him. You know, because nobody, I don't care what anybody said, anticipated Tampa Bay to go to the Super Bowl this year. People were even questioning Tom Brady in the beginning. Like, is, is he still got it? He's looking kind of sloppy. You know, people were questioning that. So for the fact that he yeah. did it, I give my hat. That's why I said I'm I'm a low key Tom Brady. Yeah. Man. Because even if we look at his play, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like he's not bad, but we've seen him at his best look yeah. better than mm-hmm. how he's looked this season and the last few seasons. So that's, and that's why I went back to saying that, like, you know, he's just a winner. Like, you know, even as whatever, however good, whatever his skill level might be due to his age or whatever the case might be, that man just knows how to win, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so shout we'll out see. to them. Uh, he will be returning. He so, will be returning. Him and Clark said the, they're returning. Yeah, I think Kansas City definitely has to look at building their offensive line. Um, yeah, because Todd Bowles and that defense, they yeah. It's the funny to say of, build offensive line when they were named like one of the best offenses in the league. So it was like, were they exposed Sunday night? Are they as good no. as people say they were? No, the thing is, is that um, he lost two key offensive linemen to season-ending injuries. Mm-hmm. So they had to really, you know, flip-flop around some of those uh, players. So you might have a player who was playing right tackle be put at right guard. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they had, I believe they had a rookie and then one of the positions filling in for one of the key uh, injured offensive linemen. So they really had to do a lot. And of course for Tampa Bay, they're gonna they're definitely gonna expose that. Okay, you got a rookie lineman. You have a lineman who probably isn't used to playing this set key position. So yeah, we definitely going throw throw a few things and really get y'all and attack y'all. And they did just that. Okay. All right. So what do we expect moving, you know, for? Like, do we expect Kansas City to go? back to the Super Bowl. I mean, the AFC was really, really hot this year. So, nah, so don't you don't see, see them don't going see back them. this year. Nope. Next year, nah. It, next this, year. This yeah. won't, it, won't be, it won't be a third time. Well, this year. Well, yeah, you yeah, know, next year. It won't be a third time for them uh, making it like, you know, three times in a row. But Patrick Mahomes will definitely see the Super Bowl again in his career. But it won't be next year. Okay. I think <clears> – <throat> but I think, too uh, – Teams will definitely be looking at the footage and they'll also be looking to try to get that certain scheme. But you really got to have like the right defensive players uh, in the right scheme in order to maneuver because not a lot of teams are able to do that against, you know, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. But we'll see. We'll see. Can but I don't see them making it next year. Can Tampa Bay go back? What do you think? Can Tampa Bay go back? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't see it happening. Okay. I, I don't see it happening. I think I think this Super Bowl win, it'll probably have them feeling a little cocky. 
and I don't see it happening. Okay. It's been a while since Brady went back to back. He did it on three hundred four. I don't really yeah. know if this is the team or the situation where he could do it again. But I mean, at the same time, I wouldn't bet against it. <laughs> I think we all learned that <laughs> people lost some money this weekend. I'm telling you that much. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people lost some money if they if they made their bet against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But yeah. hats off to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. Mm-hmm. That that defense looked filthy. That defense looked filthy for sure. Okay. And then we definitely got to get the player who ran on the field or whose man's is this. Oh. But do we? I mean, from what I've read, he got a lot of money off this bet. So, I mean, I don't know if I want to give the man whose man's is this. When what's, he... what's, the, what's, the, what's the amount? All right, I have I mean... to go and research this real quick because he got like a couple thousand, like 347. It was... It was... It was like three hundred and seventy-four thousand. Really, really three hundred and seventy-five, but he had to use a thousand of it to build himself out of jail. Right. So it does he really get a little man this for that? And he missed two tackles on them before he slid. I don't think I'm gonna give him who man's is this. They created the diversion first. One of his friends that he was on the bet with acted like he was about to run on there first just so that they can go after him to give him the green light to make it all the way out there. He's a full Would you I run? mean, I, I can see it both ways because he's probably banned from every football related thing for the rest of his life. But I mean, he got his 334 bands. True. I mean, what's more uh, important? I'm going to take them bands. <laughs> true. So I don't know. I mean, I personally don't want to give him whose man's this after reading the story. I thought it was um, calculated and smart. And uh, yeah, personally, and especially in these times, times are a little hard right now. So. Right. Just to run on the well, field. Well, you know what? For for that amount, okay. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Got to get you Moving pennies to, anyway. Right. Moving on to some NBA. So, of course, you know, uh, you got to get your take on this, see? Because your boy D. Rose was traded from the Pistons back to New York. So, I mean, D. Rose is with the Knicks again. How you feel about that trade? I don't know why he's back in New York at this point in his career. I really, really feel like he should have been trying to go to a contender. And mm-hmm. I say this because along with the Knicks, I heard that the Clippers were also interested in him. So I would have preferred him to go to LA than to go back to the Knicks. He was there before. You know, I guess right. I guess they I guess they said it makes sense because you know his old coach is there, but mm-hmm. I don't see the situation being that like good for him. It's not like he's about to be like in a championship predicament. Right, right. Nah, it's not gonna happen like that. Yeah. And then um yeah that 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 was pretty interesting. Um but you know the the trade deadline is coming up soon. Um so I'm pretty sure we'll probably see some more trades go down. Uh but I want to get your take because I I know you probably um heard about this. I haven't really looked into deep with it but it's been some talks about like some of the players and, and how they feel about with the NBA All-Stars. Can you can you elaborate on that a bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. So the because you know they're trying to have y'all know they're trying to have the All-Star game. Yeah. And it's so many different, it's so many different aspects to it because they told the players that like they didn't tell them that it wouldn't be an All-Star game, but they kind of didn't say that it would. They kind of inferred that it would not be. Because it's a shortened season, and it started, like, you know, like, two months after the last season ended. 
So they 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 kind of a lot of the players were kind of dependent on taking this break. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they got to go through this whole season with all of these risks and stuff like that. They wanted to take this break. And some players it's like, all right, like it's cool, I'll play. But we know LeBron James came out and was vocal, like I don't want to play in it. Like I don't know why they have it. And then this is the craziest part. They're trying to do it in Atlanta. And oh, my. down there already is just like COVID don't exist no more. So right, right. Well, reason to pop out. Excuse me. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a smart move at all. Yeah, I don't and, know. T- and typically the NBA be on some smart moves, but the, in this case, this is pretty. This is a boneheaded move, to be honest with you. Yeah, man, I don't really, I don't really, I mean, it's not like, I don't even think they're going to have like a full weekend of stuff anyway. It might just be the game or something like that, but mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't even really do that. Like, it's not even going to be no fans in there, nothing to watch it. It's just going to be the game, pretty much. Right. <sighs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that, that one goes. And then uh, moving on to some news. So, Leah, you had dropped uh, in the group chat um, the bill being um, proposed and then, of course, being approved, uh, the COVID-19 relief. So is that the 1400 I believe so. Yeah, I believe it is. But then again, I don't know when that's actually going to be, like, Yeah, so I, yeah, so it's, you know, of course, so, of course, with it being approved, we just don't know exactly when folks will be getting that 1400 but i guess you could say it's in the works say that again okay i said we have to just wait and see because yeah i don't think they gave like a date for that yeah but more than likely it'll probably some people will probably see that 1400 by like maybe march april at the latest Mm -hmm. because that's let me see when we first received the twelve hundred, that was around what April. Yes. Yeah, it started. I know some people that didn't even get into like June, July. Oh wow! Yeah, so we'll probably be seeing that uh, around the same time frame then, about like maybe April for that fourteen hundred. But you know, is hopefully folks have been being extremely wise with their funds during this time frame well they have to know because we didn't have 1200 and then not until december was it december that we got the six right so then who knows what what will be for the next go around so hopefully when you say people have been smart with their money because as you see they're probably going to crack down and the um the stipulations are probably going to get a little steeper so people who yeah. may have qualified at one point may not qualify as they keep going with it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Yeah, real stingy with the funds. I tell you that. I feel like a lot of people have been doing. I mean, how crazy how it looks. A lot of people have been doing financially well in the last year. I mean, especially like even the the real estate has been booming this past year. So I mean, oh, we yeah. out here shopping for a home. It's like the right time to do it. So definitely the right time to do it. These interest rates are super low. So hopefully people, you know, paying down, use this money, paying down whatever they got to pay down on, saving mm-hmm. up, and then you know they be able to buy their house. Yeah, yeah. definitely, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any more news before I carry on to entertainment? No, nope, that's all I got. All right, cool. So uh, with entertainment and um, 
So I, I, there were reports that Diddy is looking to sue Sean John. Yep, I saw. Yeah. I read that yesterday. Yeah, for, for using his face. So for promotion he, he, without he, his permission. Right. So he know he sold his company to the to the UK uh, clothing brand Misguided, and essentially it's like it's they have like this like joint partnership like Sean John and Misguided, but. He really didn't sign off, so it's like they're using his like pretty much brand per se to to look like it's like this joint partnership when he never even you know had anything to do with that. So he's supposed to be suing them for I think was it twenty five like twenty five million? million yeah twenty five million dollars. But it's not the first time he he, he sued Sean John. It's the second time he sued his own company, but. Yeah. Did he, did he did he win the first time? I don't I'm I'm not sure. I don't know. I didn't they didn't uh, say when I was reading it yesterday, but this is the okay. second time him suing Sean John. Yeah. So we'll see. Nigga this man's name Sean John Holmes. <laughs> and he's suing Sean John. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That is wild. Well, we'll definitely stay in the mix with that. Mm -hmm. And then um, uh, more entertainment, which for me, I found it quite hilarious, to be honest with you. And this is why we say you need everything doesn't need to be posted on social media. Some people feel like they have to post things for validation, whether it's relationships, jobs, to make it seem like you're actually doing well in life. We all know how these celebs get every single time, whether they get into a new relationship or when they break up, they get on these, you know, little posts, rants, all of that. So, of course, you know, we were talking about Danny Lee a couple episodes ago and, um, you know, with her whack ass track that she dropped. And then, you know, uh, I also mentioned how she's always, you know, hype to post pics, um, you know, with, with the baby. And it seems like it's a little forced. Well, she put on her IG story that she's officially single, right? Now, here's why I say you don't really need to post everything because we all know how these celebs get. They always put that they're officially single or they tired of this person, blah, blah, blah. But then two days later, they're back with that person. Mm-hmm. And then and when they ha- when they hear a number of people speaking on them, then that's when they get on their IG post rant. And then that's when they be like, Yo, you don't know me. You don't understand the bond that we have. Blah, blah, blah. Everything doesn't need to be for social media. And this is why you don't, whether you're a celeb or just the average Joe Schmo, right? Everything doesn't need to be for social media. Mm-hmm. Keep it behind closed doors. And it's okay, mm-hmm. you know, because the amount of pics that you post or you know, looking for some type of validation is the amount of reasonings as to, oh, dang, well, why, what happened with y'all? That you have to go through every single time. And then, of course, going on your social media page, deleting all those pics of y'all. Like, you don't have to do so much. You don't Mm -hmm. have to do so much. But I found it quite entertaining because I'm like, damn, you be fiending to post this man every single time. Right now, look at you. You're officially single, but I'm pretty sure y'all will probably get back together. You think they're gonna get back together? I I think so. I I think so. You don't think so? Oh no, I think baby might move on. For real? 
think he might. I don't know. But she, but she said, but she said, you know, uh, the yellow bones is what he liked, right? She said the baby, the baby, <laughs> probably, he probably like that ain't all I like. Hey. I feel it, man. I definitely feel you on that one. And then uh, more entertainment. Bro, I know you've seen this. And I feel like every time we hear this man's name um, in the headlines, we, we just always shaking our head. And it's just like, why? So, you know, um, you know, Bow Wow we went on went to Twitter and was saying that um, I guess once I guess once this album is done, and he's stepping away from music. He's going to look to start his wrestling career. Come on, bro. What's he talking about? I, bro, I have no, I have no idea. Oh, wrestling, bro. Bow Wow not gonna be no wrestler, bro. He first of all, he talking about this album. Is this the same album we talked about before? Where he about to be talking about all the women he had? I believe so. Okay, so first of all, if he drops that album and decides to be a wrestler, they are going to whoop his ass. They gonna whoop his ass anyway. Yeah. If he ever decides to be a wrestler, but come on. That's man. very true. That yeah. is very true. It's like Bow, you know, bro, just you just just sit down, bro. It's it's like you try to stay relevant, but you just not relevant anymore. Yeah, like what is you doing? Like, you know, he a wild man, bro. Nobody wanna see him as a we don't even want to see him as a rapper. Just, At all. Y'all leave that I man work. alone. He want to venture out. Why he? Why everybody else can venture out, but he can't venture out? Nah. See, it's a, it's a way of venturing out. What's that? It's, it's a way of venturing out, but then it's, it's Bow Wow. And we just don't care about his ventures. That's true. We don't. What? We got to give that man a break, <laughs> though. You know? We don't care, I mean, but he cares. If he wants to be a wrestler. What was his wrestling name be, y'all? Everything is better be Bow Wow. Facts. Yeah. At this point, like he he doesn't need to be anything else. Um, so, uh, yeah. You are. Bow I would. Wow. I would pay. I would pay to see Stone Cold just come down and just stun him, and then I, I, I'll 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 be fine. Right. Right. He Stone Cold probably would do it though. Like I would, I would definitely pay to see that. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that, to be honest with you. And then let's see here, because of course, you know, we do have some more entertainment news. And I think I see I sent this to you. Let me get your take on this one. So, of course, there's a soundtrack dropping on Friday. And we just got news that Jay-Z featuring Nick will be on this soundtrack. So I think that was pretty dope. Uh, we'll... What's your take on it? What, what can you expect from this track? First of all, man, if y'all already know, it's on a it's on a it's on a soundtrack for the Fred Hampton movie. And you know, the type of the type of people that Jay and Nip are, we know they're about to be speaking some ill stuff. And we already know Jay-Z was born the day Fred Hampton died. Like, they murdered Fred Hampton in his apartment on the west side of Chicago. It was like four something in the morning on December 4th, 1969. And that was the literal exact day Jay-Z was born. So, I mean, we, he already said that on the, uh, the Murder to Excellence song on Watch the Throne, so he might allude to that again on this track. But I can only expect this track to be like, I expect, I, I got high expectations 
you know what I'm saying, for the for the soundtrack, for the whole soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Just from them two alone on this kind of track, like this is gonna be some new Nipsey. Like I haven't heard no new a new Nipsey verse or nothing like that since the uh the game, the game's album last year. Welcome home joint on this. So it's gonna be refreshing yeah. this new nip, man. And some new hope, man. Like Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be dope. Yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely going to check out that soundtrack, and I, I also believe that movie drops this weekend as well. On, yeah, on HBO Max. So if you do uh, have a subscription to HBO Max, make sure y'all check that out. I know I'll be watching that this weekend and listening to that soundtrack. Oh yeah, Leah and and Nas got a track on there as well. Does he? I have not yeah. heard it, so I gotta check that out. Yeah, now nah, the um the soundtrack it drops on Friday. I believe the same day as the movie drops. So yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So make sure you check that out. It's a movie. Nope. I don't know if anybody checked out right now on Netflix called Everybody's Been Talking About It. Malcolm and is it Marie? Is Malcolm it? and Marie. I haven't seen it but I have heard people talk about it. I haven't seen it. I do plan on watching it. So I feel like that might be a discussion for us because I've been a lot of chatter around this movie. So it might be a wind down with this one. So okay. I'm going to think that yeah, for, but for us to, to watch that out it. Too. And then we come back. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely have to watch that. Okay. I'm gonna peep that too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune in. Okay. Cool beans. Cool. All right. So, I believe uh, before we transition over to shop talk, uh, was was that it for entertainment? Oh well, you know, Tia and Tiny, the uh, their hustle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, family hustle. The show is currently suspended right now as, as they're under. Which which we all which we all kind of expected, of course. Anytime any type of allegations are being made, um, especially when recording is going on, we expect you know stuff like that to, to take place. Hmm. Okay, so we'll see. We will see. Um, I mean, of course, everybody's still having their stance on this. Um, so I feel like I've seen, I came across a post yesterday. It was a lot, a lot of, like, these allegations. Like like you were saying, see, last week, um, yeah. it's just too much. You don't want to speculate on this because it's really serious allegations. But it's a lot yeah. for you to feel like all of them are made up. Some could be, yes. Um, some were, as they were proven. But and, it's, and you got to think about when people are telling stories, you got to pay attention to the details. Like the details. Like details is really telling. That's why with like Raz B, when he, you know, said his, you know, reaccount of the stories for him, he had a lot of mm-hmm. details, even remembering like places in the room and certain furniture and things like that. Like that's way too telling for you to say you're lying descriptive yeah or descriptive yeah. yeah so a lot of these accounts we had were you know they were very 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 descriptive so uh we'll see yeah yeah we definitely gonna see i know um we know how some people like when you pay attention to when they're telling the story they're either telling the truth or it's being fabricated and we all know how when um <laughs> When Oprah even had even had like the folks who went to Never Neverland when they were younger, and like as they got older, came onto the show and like some of them never even been there. And she, it's almost like what what are you trying to get from this, Oprah? Like mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's already gone. You're getting these random people on here just to make up some type of story to boost your ratings with stuff. So I mean. 
It's tough. I, I think it. I think it's more so tough when allegations like this. You know, even when it comes down to, you know, even when it comes down to like rape and everything, it. Yeah. It's like you. It's like you want to believe it just because you never want to doubt someone. But then you always have folks who just, you know, constantly always crying wolf. But that's the problem. That's the that is the yeah. problem. That's why I mean, for females to do that, it's like, come on now. Like these are real victims right. out here who really got to tell their story. And now because everybody mm-hmm. crying wolf or joking, we don't know who's serious and we don't know who isn't. Because just like it's just as important for a woman to tell a story, it's also just as important not to lie on people either. Like this is people's right, livelihood, right. their brand, just everything. So. Um, mm-hmm. It got it, it goes both ways, so I feel like people can't be, be playing around with this because it's on both sides yeah. of the fence, you know. Um, right. So yeah, for the, for people who did that, I definitely gotta get them whose man's is this. That's that. That's not cool. Facts at all. So we'll, we'll definitely stay in the mix with that for sure. Mm-hmm. But you already know what time it is on this week's episode, the forty fourth episode. Turn things over to my man. Shout out finest protein your dig because he is posted up in the in the barber chair where yeah. all greatness occurs. And if you have not gotten a cut by my man, shout out finest protein your dig, and you left out of there feeling great, but then also get some play from the ladies as well. I don't know what else to say, but I'm gonna turn things over to you. Okay, okay, okay. So check this out, man. Check this out, man. Because y'all know. Y'all ain't never seen me in this chair. I got the chair and all of that. Because y'all know I keep my ears to these streets. I keep them clippers to them heads and all of that. Mm-hmm. And today, today, I had to bring this one back. I had to bring this one back real quick. Because, I mean, Leah, before you say it, no, that man is not my best friend. <laughs> Just like him. Just like you him. had to catch me real quick because you know I was going to say it. Heavy on the dislike. (laughs) Heavy on the dislike. But, so today was the first day of his impeachment trial. I don't know if y'all knew. No. And this is is why I'm bringing this up for Shop Talk, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we still in the midst of this. Like, we, we we know it's not over. Like, we know he's not president anymore. But like we stated before, even around election time, we see that there is still a heavy number of people that still agree with like the principles and stuff that he stands by, which is mm-hmm. dangerous. And we know that he's on trial for impeachment because of they're saying he incited the riots on January 6th, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm bringing this up because it seemed like on January 6th, even like that week and stuff when all of this stuff was happening and everybody was so for him, I'm talking like Republican, uh, Democrat, the senators, the House, they were all so against him as mm-hmm. far as impeaching him. And since then, uh, it's kind of been, it's kind of been shifted. Not to say that it's shifted in the favor where they don't want to impeach him, but it's a lot less support for the impeachment now than it was then. And the trial started today. Now, first of all, are y'all surprised? That is that people are less supportive of the impeachment. Like, like, like senators, like, remember before it was a lot of people in the house and a lot of people in the Senate that were for impeaching him. Oh, no, it's I'm not, not a, surprised at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But I will it's say this a, to your point before you, not to cut you, but 
it, it is actually Trump supporters now that are it's like it was like fifty six percent versus like forty two that are like in favor well they're not in favor of him running for like office in whatever time. And these are like Trump supporters too. So while maybe senators are probably not for the impeachment, the people who voted for him are like, Yeah, we we he don't have no rights. We don't have any rights anymore. We want him to just have none. So the crazy part about that is that I think there's a part of him or a part of some people that maybe feel like he can do more without that. Why they're why they're dependent on Donald Trump of all people to be this like person mm-hmm. that they just want to all follow behind. I don't know. I don't know. The man's an idiot. But um, <laughs> but um, you know what I'm saying? They gave they gave a, a really good speech before what's his name? Uh, Jamie Raskin. He gave a really, really good argument before, like, they started the the, uh, the trial and stuff. And essentially, like, you know, he just stated, and it was like, I, I, I really think y'all should go and mix this out there, go back and listen to it. It's probably, I'm sure it's online, Yahoo, Google. It's probably all over, wherever you can go and look it up. And essentially, like, I'm not going to say the whole thing, but he just laid out the argument on how like Trump being who he was in office even led to the people that did go and storm the Capitol. Like it gave them that confidence to do so and how he knew he was giving them that confidence to do so. And instead of doing something to prevent it, he actually egged it on. Mm-hmm. Even in his, uh, his response, if y'all remember the day when he like made a statement, quote unquote, to tell them to stop and go home, you know, it was after the damage had been done. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it was just like, you know, you knew what was going to happen. You knew how it was going to happen and all of that. And you you wanted it to happen. Like, you know, people, it was some people died, like stabbed, shot, trampled. It was injuries. It looked, right. you know, even on a global scale, it looked bad. And he knew all of that. And he just didn't care because these people were, you know what I'm saying, doing this in his behalf. Mm-hmm. He started it out and they said that he pretty much gave one of the best oral arguments towards the impeachment of Trump. And I say that to say, to go to this next part, right? Cause I'm about to start naming these people by names. There were still 11 GOP senators who voted against the Senate impeachment trial rules. Now, you know, I'm about to name these fools. It was Ted Cruz from Texas. Okay. Not surprised by that guy at all. No, not at all. Bill Haggerty, Tennessee. Josh Howley from Missouri. Mm-hmm. Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. Is his name <laughs> supposed to rhyme with his state? Ron Johnson. <laughs> okay. Mike Lee from Utah. Roger Marshall from Kansas. Ron Paul. Not surprised by that guy either from Kentucky. Marco Rubio from Florida. Rick Scott from Florida, both of the freaking senators from Florida was like, not surprised again because it's Florida. Tim Scott from South Carolina and Tommy Tuberville, straight out of Alabama. No Mississippi in there? There was no Mississippi in there. Matter, no, but I think if y'all remember, they, they uh, remember the black, the black people won in Mississippi. Well, actually, I seen a post with about a black. I don't know where where he's from, but he's talking about getting rid of Black History Month or voting against it. I'm gonna look that oh, up real quick. Oh, oh, I was going, I was going to mention something about that. We we gonna get into that. A oh, we gonna bit get later. to that. Okay. 
get into that a little bit later because you know I don't want to I don't want to spend too much time talking about this guy because you know people be thinking I'm friends with this guy and <laughs> that's not true <laughs> <laughs> you know but I might but, be a fall for that one <laughs> I just want to I just want to I just want to like hear what y'all got to say about the fact that we seen it in real life like in real like live time what was happening at the Capitol stuff on January 6th and we seen all of the support that it was for people impeaching, like impeaching him that day. Mm-hmm. People wanted his head on the stake that day. What in the world do y'all think happened since then that made the support for his impeachment go down, even after we already got a new president that's this morning? I don't know. I'm, 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 I don't know if it was like at the moment, like the peak of it happening, it sounded like it was the right thing to do. And you know how politicians, they have to look good right Mm -hmm. in the public eye even it goes against their own moral personal beliefs i think that's what happened now that the smoke is cleared the hype has died down now we're seeing the real colors or the true colors they never really wanted to go through the impeachment in the first place it's just it looked good anything like in the moment we going with it that's what i think yeah I, i i i feel the same um with that and then also too, um, because you gotta think uh, when it comes to politics, man. Uh, a lot of these folks, they they do a whole lot of talking, right? You know, of course, and they'll they'll blatantly be, you know, as, as racist as can be, or have their thoughts against, you know, whether it's abortions or anything of that nature. But for them to witness and actually see, like, oh wow, this actually went down. It's kind of like, do I even want to, I know I speak out a lot on certain things and I'm okay with it, but do I actually want to be even have any type of percentage of being affiliated with this? Not really. So it's kind of like, uh, you know what? Yeah, let's just, let's just get this impeachment going. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, see. And a big part of the reason why I think a lot, cause I feel like this happens a lot. We know that, uh, y'all know what I refer to this country as, the United States of Embarrassment. Mm -hmm. And they do such a good job at living up to that name. Yep. Even in situations like this where I feel like they're trying to save face. Yeah, always, always. Meaning like pretty much to have a leader in a country like ours be impeached, I think people look at that more than they look at the person that's being impeached and what they're being impeached for. And they kind of try to find a way to be like, well, we just don't want to have it on our record that we had to impeach somebody. You know what I'm saying? Especially, again, remember how before when this stuff was happening, I was saying it's pretty much them versus them. Mm-hmm. You know, white people was like divided amongst each other. They didn't know whether to fight each other or help each other, but it was like, they was on two different sides of the same road, but it was like, they don't, it's like the people that were storming, they was, they were, they were doing it for like a white cause. You know what I'm saying? Essentially. And the white people that was like against it, that's for him being impeached. It's like, yeah, they for it. Yeah, we want to, we want to, we want him impeached. But at the same time, he just didn't do the thing that, they, that he was doing the way that we would have wanted him to do it. Like, it's like, they still kind of on that side, just as not, not as far on that side as Trump and his radicals were that stormed the Capitol. And okay. I think they just trying to, by saying that they don't want to impeach him, is giving them at least enough wiggle room to not completely condemn the people that stormed the Capitol. You know, they wanted to, they still wanted to be like, oh, we, we free enough where if people want to storm the Capitol, 
they can, but unless it's for the right things. Because we see uh, it's a clear difference in the way that Trump condemned the people on January 6th and how he condemned our people last summer. Mm-hmm. Right. So we know it ain't it ain't it ain't nothing though, man. We know how that man like come on, bro. Mm-hmm. We know we we know as far as that stuff goes, that man don't that man and the way that this this whole republic and this United States of embarrassment moves, <laughs> they'd rather it's some of the people that'll be like, bro, I just rather not impeach nobody. I don't care what they did, just because I don't want to say we impeach somebody. And I think that's a big part of the reason why people started to vote against him. Especially since he's out of office now. They're probably like, hey, it doesn't matter anymore, right? He's out of office. As if he still ain't have like 70 million people voting for him. <laughs> right. Ah, man, oh man. This world. This world. But you know what I'm saying? We 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 know we know how that's gonna get with that one guy. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna keep breaking cuz up. I don't want to keep bringing folks up. Why is he probably going to break him up next week? I mean, if I do, y'all know what I'm going to bring him up for. Make sure I can say that's your best friend. That's your best friend. Nah, he's, he is to whose man is this what JaVale McGee is to Shaq and the Fool. He's a Hall of Famer in that category. Oh, have, man, listen. <laughs> but, but I did see, to, to go back to the, the point of, we gotta because we gotta bring this up because it is black history right and i gotta bring this up but you've seen it leah i did and i was going i thought about you see and i was working at the time so i didn't get a chance to send in the group chat but yeah you peeped it so i was like we gotta talk about this so first and foremost we know we know what we know the history. We know the real history. Mm-hmm. You know we have a, we have a great sense of the real history of this country as far as like what our people meant to this country. Mm-hmm. You know, so for them to even have a Black History Month for us, it's like you can't even have American history without including Black history. But you want to designate Black history specifically to us? All right, cool. Yeah. But now, what state? What, what, what was that? What state was that? Was it? Oh my gosh! What state was it? All right, I gotta look it up real quick. Um, I think it was it was a Midwest. I'm for, I think I'm sure for that. Um, let me see. Whose page did I see it on? Um, I don't want to take your time, but it, but I'm a, I'm gonna get you in and let you know. But but they're trying to make an argue an argument against still having Black History. Oh, Mich- Oh, I was Michigan. Oh yeah, see, see. Michigan GOP candidate is a black man who wants to cancel Black History Month. What is his name? We got it. We got to get his name real quick. Let's see. His name is. Um. What's his name? Austin Chain Chain C H E N G E. Oh yeah, yeah, Austin yeah, Chains, whatever, whatever Chains, my man's yeah. name is. Yeah, so he, he, he tweeted, he said, I will cancel Pound Black History Month in Pound, Michigan. Okay, so it's offensive, unfair, maybe illegal. Americans from all backgrounds deserves a revered history. I declare American History Month. Oh, my God. And he said what? that in... Oh. 
why. I, I don't know how to make sense of this one. I said pound jaw. I meant hashtag. That sounded so corny, right? I just caught myself. But yeah, back to this guy. A black, first of all, a black Republican. He's a candidate for governor in Michigan. Mm -hmm. My man is Nigerian. That's me. Yeah, he is. They call him a tethered. They calling him somebody's tethered. Here's the thing, though. They're saying he knows exactly what he's doing. As as it was reported last year, that more than 87% of U.S. Republicans, mind you, just say he's a Republican, believe all lives matter. So, if he's trying to win a good chunk of his party vote, he's going to say some something so egregious <laughs> as cancel Black History Month. Okay. So now, because because it's a couple, it's a couple ways I want to dissect this. All right. First, the first way is because you know him being Nigerian, you know, and I hate that there's because I hate these kinds of arguments where they kind of create this divide between, uh, like the, I guess for the sake of the argument, Black Americans, you know, what I'm saying versus like people that are also mm-hmm. that come to America, like you know Nigerian Americans or whatever, right. I make it, they create this because, you know, we, we pretty much all get treated the same way here, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And we know, we know that there are cases where, you know, the uh, black Americans here treat, you know, the Africans that come over, that, the, the, the African Americans that come over from the motherland differently and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we've, we've heard arguments where we make fun of them and we've heard arguments where they think they're better than us, whatever, whatever. So yeah. in this situation, you can, you can pretty much like, see that because and this is this is like a experience thing because he him being nigerian he has experience being black but not i i I don't even want to say not the same way it is in in america but kind of the same way it is in america you know what i'm saying and and also i don't even think that like how would that even give him qualification to be against it's, it's almost like you you don't know what Black History Month is supposed to be by saying that it should be canceled because all history, what do you say, all American? All American, like American history. Like, but but we, yeah. my understanding is we get that 365 right. days a year. And, and and like I said, when, we, when I started talking about this, Black History Month is American history. Like we, right? That's it. what I'm saying. We get that all. You know, it's 365 days a year. So I'm not. I wasn't. I, I'm thinking he's trying to go with the whole "All Lives Matter," you know, spiel. But um, thinking about like our history story. books and things like that that they're teaching in in, in schools. It's it's all what he's saying. Like it's yeah. So I'm not sure where he was going with that. I think he's stupid. <laughs> I mean, he's not stupid because he's saying he's doing what his party expects him to do, right? So it's expected him to say this. He know how to he know how to listen to other stupid people. He's stupid. They stupid. At least stupid people know how to listen. It's what they want him to say. All right, cool. He doesn't even realize. First of all, he's gonna lose. He better lose. He better freaking lose. Well, who's this? This is this is my whole thing because we already know. It is Black History Month. It we is. already know that this country has been trying to whitewash history for this country forever. Mm-hmm. So there's so much new Black History Month that I find out every year. And we also know that it's it's 
it's so many lies being uncovered. Like we know, like the fact that he's trying to act like everybody needs their own history month as if everybody went through the same stuff that we went through in this country, that our people went through in this country and still go through in this country. It's like... I want to get your take on this, though, see, because we got some comments, right? They said, since his post, it garnered more than 700 likes and a handful of comments that supports the move to abolish the nationally recognized month of education and remembrance that serves as a reminder to all that work that has yet to be done to ensure a safe, fair, and equal future for Black Americans. One person said, very impressed that you said this out loud. Cancel Pride Week 2. We are all Americans. None of us are better than others. All these things do is keep us divided. You have my vote. Another person said, well done. Black history is American history, chimed a white man. And this person said, hallelujah, no more division. And this was a white woman who said it. Uh, so, yeah, there are a lot That's of people who are in support of getting rid of Black History Month. But look, the funniest thing is because I, I don't know, maybe it's just the way that I'm reading them or the way that I perceive them. I literally, like all of those comments you just read, mm-hmm. they registered to me as sarcastic. Cause I'm seeing some of the same comments and stuff people talking about it on Twitter. It's like, hey, you know, we'll go ahead and cancel Latin and Asian History Month, and you gotta cancel St. Patrick's Day and Cinco de Mayo and any Heritage Festival. You gotta cancel all of this stuff because everything matters, right? Like, no more Veterans Day because people who are veterans matter too. Mm-hmm. No more Memorial Day because people who are veterans and die, they their memorial count. Like, people is really coming at him saying that, right? And it's like, so now. When you when you look at it that way, like it's funny the one person that said go ahead and cancel property too because we all man, like that's actually that's like a valid point. Like I'm looking at that like damn, like you know if we if we all if if we are all equal and everybody's had their own history, but then you literally have to make everybody equal, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's literally singling out Black History Month as a talking point in trying to get votes, right. it actually like proves our point. Where it's like, if if all lives matter and all history is the same, whatever, whatever, why are you singling out black history? Right, and the, I mean, do you have March was like Women's yeah. Month? Um, yeah. You have a lot of other, yeah, so I mean, was that next? I'm just, I'm not sure, I'm not sure why, like, it has to be, like, a, this separate, like, oh, like, why, why can't we just have a Black History Month or a Women's Month? Like, why can't we celebrate different race and gender? Like, it doesn't take away from the other side you know i think it it highlights some other pieces here so i'm not really i'm not sure why one like we just cannot celebrate we have to celebrate everything that's it all together can't be no celebration that's going on in this damn world that is his sole focus to cancel black history month they have they have (laughs) they have american indian heritage month they have asian pacific heritage right American okay. Heritage Month, Jewish American Heritage Month, LGBTQ Pride Month. They have all of this stuff. They have freaking Cancer Awareness Month. You gonna cancel that too? Since we right. all yeah, as I'm saying, like I don't think they. I feel like they they put so much emphasis on that. That's like one doesn't take out, and that, that kind of goes with the whole Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter point. Like we're not yeah. saying all lives don't matter. I mean, obviously they all do. We're saying Black nah, Lives I don't gonna, matter. Nah, I, ain't, I ain't going. I ain't going front. Uh, all lives don't matter right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the point to say one doesn't cancel out the other is what I'm saying. We can still be able to celebrate <laughs> our Black History Month while still talking about the other American history 
and hey, hey, but to go back to your other point, at least he listens to his other Republicans. They think all lives matter, so he's like, hey, I'm gonna say something here. But we, but like I said, not he's, showing, he's showing how stupid he is, and he's showing how stupid they are because now it's like. You can't think that without also thinking all of this other stuff. And then he don't give a damn. He just went to vote. Yeah, and, and that's the crazy part because the people, you know, what I'm saying that's that's that he's trying to get the vote from. They're gonna hear these other arguments from people, but we also know, mm-hmm. you know, stupid is and stupid does, and stupid of a stupid flock, stupid or whatever the saying is, mm-hmm. the flock, the stupid people, birds of a stupid feather, they stupid flock, stupid together, and whatever. You know what I'm saying? And there are going to be some people that's just going to be like, well, I just don't like black people, so I don't like Black History Month. So whatever he says that's against that, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what's so crazy? But could we imagine, can we imagine, like, like you would think that would be like a puppet, right? Like he's black and saying, let's cancel Black History Month. It just right. looks crazy. Right. Looks, it looks a, a, See, a, you would say it looks brazy, right? Mm-hmm. He is a puppet. I was definitely right? going to say. But think like, about it. Could they get a white, you know, man to have said, let's cancel Black History Month? They couldn't possibly do that and look crazy. They would look even like, they would look nuts. So it only mm-hmm. made sense to get the black man to say, of course. cancel Black History Month. That's always, listen, that's always a part of the, uh, of the narrative to try to get one of us against or to try to even use one of us against us. Sometimes we don't even realize we're being used against our own people. Mm-hmm. And that's also a part of the, the part of the thing too. And this yeah. guy, he probably, he probably, he's probably stupid enough, but he might not even realize how he's being like used mm-hmm. against his own people. He probably doesn't even consider us his people because he's Nigerian. That's another, that's another good point. That, that, and I was going to add to that point. I was going to even, I was thinking about like, how do Nigerians feel about that? Like, I want to know exactly what their take is on, um, because, you know, they definitely separate themselves from Black Americans. I mean, you know, not trying to... I know a lot of of Nigerians are, like, you know, first generation, like, from from other, like, Ghana, Cameroon, like, uh, uh, a bunch of of places in Africa coming over here. And for the most part, it's crazy because the ones that are over here, it's like, you know, peers of mine or whatever, they recognize that their people like like their parents and their family yeah. stuff from motherland. They have this type of uh, like they have this this way of thinking about Black Americans mm-hmm. as if we're not the same. And they relate they relate to us like you know what I'm saying because they're first American. You know what I'm saying from whatever country that they're from. So they're like you know we we aren't as different as they like to think. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's almost like it's a burden on them now because they got to be the ones to break that divide. You know what I'm saying? When the division shouldn't even be there, which is mm-hmm. also like a white supremacist tactic on like systemic racism and stuff, systematic racism, because they already they want us to look at each other a certain way, mm-hmm. and they get caught in the crossfire because when we're here, like you know, people over here probably treated them a certain way when they first got here. And then some of them, even when they go home, their people back home look at them differently because they're like, oh, you Americanized. Yeah. And yep. they be like, bro, we are all black in this country. Like, no matter what, if I go, if you come to my country, the police not going to look at me. They're not going to look at you no different than I am. They're not going to treat you, no. They're going to treat you the same racist way they treat me. Right. They're not mm-hmm. going to 
where you feel like they don't care. Mm-hmm. They just see the color of your skin. Right. So, oh, facts. I know a lot of people that's like they're on our, they're on the 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 right side. They're on like the the, the side where they like they don't they don't need they don't want for the division. But it's hard trying to convince their family. You know what I'm saying to understand this because mm-hmm. it's ingrained in them. Like you know how y'all know how it is. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. This is a sidebar question, though. Is it okay to be a a black Republican? Because we, because I mean, let me finish with this. Like, we have this thing, right, where it's if you black, you gotta vote Democrat, even if you don't necessarily know the laws or the policies or things like that. Is it okay to be like, or even independent, or or like I said, a black Republican? Is that okay? I think we just feel like we have to be a part of this party because of this our our race. Um, so immediately we hear this person's a back, a black Republican. We're like, Oh, you black and you're a Republican. What? And there are a lot, a lot of black Republicans. So I wonder who y'all take on that. Uh, well, I, I, I feel some kind of way about like all of the, the parties anyway, cause I'm, I'm just like, it's, it's stuff on like both sides where you look at it and realize that the whole entire thing is like flawed. So it's just for the most part, people can see more things on the Republican side than on the Democratic side that makes them choose Democratic or Republican or whatever. And, you know, in no, the more I learn about the system, the more I learn about how both sides of this is wrong. So as far as the... I agree with that. As far as the, the Black Republicans out there or whatever, it's like, it's like it's like steps to like a flawed way of thinking about the way that this country runs and should be ran mm-hmm. that makes you realize that they're at a lower step than just the Democrats because the Democrats is mm-hmm. not like, Okay. Yeah, um, I was going to say, uh, you know, like C said, both parties they they both have their ways um, and extremely flawed. So I think. If someone was to say that they were independent, I wouldn't be mad at that because it's just like politics is extremely tricky. You know, you have one side will try to make you feel and believe something. You have the other side who's try to um, who tries and does the same thing. You don't know what's coming out of their mouth if it's true or not, right? right. So I'm not really surprised at the fact that like you know. Black people, there are black people out here who are Republicans. Mm-hmm. I think more so you'll want to sit down and actually see why they're Republicans. Um, because when you're when you're seeing it, you know, live on television and whatnot, your first thing is like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, that, that that's a puppet. You know, of course, white people are above this person, and that's why they're out here doing and saying all of these things, right? Mm-hmm. If you actually really sit down face to face, you would really want to know, you know, like, well, why do you feel this way? You know, what made you want to do this? Because, of course, for us coming up when we were being raised, of course, our parents made us, you know, understand that, you know, whenever you go to vote, make sure you vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So if we didn't have that, it will more so we're we'll either educate ourselves on which party to vote for or 
just not really care and just have the mindset of, oh, I'm not voting. Yeah, which we got people, I mean, I know personally that don't because they feel like the system is just trash and government is right, trash right. and everything. But um, I think you're right on that. You know, you kind of hit the nail on the head. We kind of said our parents, well, our parents are the ones that are like, oh, vote Democrat, right? So we really didn't have much of a choice to do our own research or to see, you know, what is fitting for us. We just kind of go with what, what, you know, was passed down. So now I can see myself yeah, seeing a Republican now. Hell no. Neither can I, but I'm not going to sit here and say that, like I said last week on the show, there are certain things that they propose that I do agree with. Like, for example, I feel like, not saying that Democrats really be giving handouts, but they kind of do. And I think me working in the field, I have a lot of clients who want me to sign off on like the fact that like I'm depressed, so I can't work. I'm looking at like you you can work. You you can work. You're able. You work. So I think I had one client who called me a Republican one time because I said she able to work. I'm like, you're you're you there are other people with disabilities that are working and doing amazing things right now. You're fine. You can work. So I feel like, you know, are we as as black people supposed to be living on government assistance and section eight and food stamps and I feel like we 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 have to do better for ourselves. That ain't it. So um, I'm not I'm not saying it's not good to to you know give aid, but I think we become dependent on this aid. Um, so I do think Republicans try to have a restriction on that. And do I agree to some degree with that? I do. I think I I mean you might have some black folks who become dependent on that only because it's hard out here. Like, it's really hard out here for not even just blacks, but black and brown folks to really be able to get to a higher level and be able to get a salary job, you know, because they're not qualified or they don't have the experience, right? Mm -hmm. We really look at it when we're first jumping into something, we all don't have that experience, right? When you were coming out of college and where you're at in your field today, you didn't fully have that experience. You just went in a class. So you still had to go and get your master's and then further your education and all of that. So, I mean, I I don't think that they want to be dependent, but it's like you kind of have that mindset to where, well, damn, if I'm not qualified or they're they're constantly always telling me this, then like what what else is there for me? So here's the thing. I think, you know, and I have so many different views. Being a a, a college graduate with two degrees is interesting. I have this take. I feel like college is a complete scam, honestly. So I feel like there's so many other avenues you can take, which you does not even you know required for like a college degree that you I, can I, make. I mean, I definitely, I definitely agree with you on that. I think uh, college is a way of if you don't really have it or the the means, the necessary means of going out and applying for, um, you know, grants and scholarships, you looking to be in debt, right? You are looking to be in Mm -hmm. debt. Where we are today, we probably, I know for me, I'm I'm in a field to where I'm not even utilizing my degree. I mean, well, aside from being in the mix, right? But Mm -hmm. as far as actually being like in my career field, my degree has nothing to do with where I'm currently working at right now, right? I, I know for, for C, what was your degree in again? Uh, philosophy, pre-law concentration. It's not as okay. good. 
much into it as I would like it to be, but yeah, like you know, right. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 almost as if like a, again, this is what when you're when you're young, you know, with with our old school parents, right? Because we we all have old school parents. So of course, during the during the generation that we grew up in, as you're as you're younger, and you you know, you're always told, you know, when you when you get older, you go to college, get yourself a good job, and that's what we all did. But could we have made it? Well, I mean, for you, Leah, you're doing what you want. I mean, for me, I am doing what I, I mean, yes. So I can say, although, you know, I'm doing what exactly what I went to school for, well, I was required a master's to do it, number one. But two, I feel like, you know, for, like you said, for many people who go to college, they're not, they don't have jobs in in their degrees. And if they do, they're Mm -hmm. not paying them as much to pay back on the school um, student loans that they have. So I just kind of feel like there's so many other, you know, avenues that you can take which has required a, a college degree that you, you know, you can work and make good money, you know? Mm-hmm. So I do get the point of some of the people, maybe those who may have been incarcerated. So they kind of coming out, feel like they don't necessarily have the opportunity. Right. Um, so we have to take that into account some other things, but not everybody has to go to college. You know, there's still other things you can do. Even if you got to be the, the, the greeter at Walmart, you know, there is something you can do. So yeah. the fact that you just like getting a check, Every I don't know how month or week or however give those government checks. I don't know. I feel like I, I I want to see more for my people. And here's the thing. Here's a fact because we know there are more white Americans that are on um government assistance, right? But we still got a lot of our people too, you know. So I feel like I I want to see us elevate. And sometimes again, I feel like we create that dependency by we getting all these handouts, and I, I don't agree with that. Especially when you are able to go out and get a job. We're not necessarily meaning like a job which requires a, de- a degree. So, um, but do I see myself being a Republican? No, it's just, it's just, no. They have too many other things where it's like, like anti-abortion or other kind of stuff. No, no. Mm-mm. But I, I asked that, I proposed that question to say, you know, when we immediately here, black Republican, it's shocking. It's like, is that coming from the fact of, again, what was passed down to us generationally? Or like, do we really know, you know, these are the laws that they propose, or these are the bills that they propose, and I don't agree with, and I do think that it's more the former than the latter, that a lot of people, it's just kind of passed down. It's just like, or vote for Obama because he's black, and I don't know none of his policies at all. Um, And I just will encourage, you know, the, you know, mixedness here to just do more research. Like you said, see, it's, it's, flawed on both sides this is why many people choose to go independent don't really care to vote at all because it's, it's flawed on both and you know yeah that's but. what i'm saying because knowing knowing the way that this country operates it operates in a way towards our people to keep us in these predicaments where we become dependent on stuff like that and yeah. then for, for the reason of them to be able to i guess give themselves more like more weight behind their thoughts about us mm-hmm. and even as far as like you know college like they create this college system to put us into debt like you know what i'm saying it's right, the same way right. so it's like yeah so it's like the more you learn about it on either side you just learn you just learn more about like the flaws in the whole entire system whether you're democrat or republican and you see like, like I'm, I'm, I'm so. not gonna hold y'all this whole ten thousand dollars for this whole Biden's executive plan to cancel student loans. I mean, it, I'm not gonna lie, it almost reminds me that six hundred dollars. Like that's just people have like 
a hundred K in student loan debt. I'm sorry, ten grand is just not enough. I feel yeah, like you can do more. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, they're dependent on they're dependent on like, you know, that. They're You're dependent right. on us being in this debt. It's dependent on a lot of stuff on both sides, Democratic and Republican. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's just that I guess once one of them is seemingly a little bit more blatant, and that's the Republican side. That's right. why they get looking for right. so, agree. You know what I'm saying? But that's pretty much the type of stuff you're going to hear about when you keep them ears to the streets and close to them ears. Man. Right. That's how we're going to keep it. Keep an eye out, you know, on how this whole impeachment process goes because we've never seen it. It's never happened before. You know what I'm saying? To this, to this extent, like so. Right. Just, just keep. Like, an like eye the out. trial has never occurred. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So just keep a just keep an eye out. It's going to start to look a little crazy. <laughs> Y'all like Donald Trump? Like, hold up! I had no experience, and I became president. I done got impeached not once but twice. And I went to trial. Oh, I'm setting all types of records right now. You know he's so grandiose and narcissistic. He just even if they bad records, he's setting them. He is hype right now. Ain't nobody else going to trial but him. All right, you can hold that. (laughs) They laughed at his lawyers in there, but you know they did. They still can't even call him. They still call him like the 45th president. That's how they refer to him. They're not saying former. Like Donald Trump won't allow them to say former president. Noticed it. 45th president. Ain't nobody, man. <laughs> anyway, you already know what time it is next. It's now time for... Whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? Alright. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. Because we, I, I think we got a couple fo- folks that we need to bless with a whose man's is this. You know what? I think we got a good couple. We about to get it. And who's going to carry it for us? Who, who's our guy? Who? Who's our track? Trav Q. Yes, you right. know how we do. Mm-hmm. Streaming on the all streaming platform, so make sure y'all check that track Mom out. doesn't have to be the only one who knows. That's, that's not the track, yeah, but it's that all ain't, good. That ain't, we got the track. that ain't the track. We got ads out here, too, so if you do <laughs> want the full so, um, YouTube subscription without hearing the ads, just make sure... <laughs> <laughs> you know, make sure you get that. Hey, who man's is this? Shout out to Trav Q for that track, man. Took a saying and made it into a whole track. He did. That's how you do it, man. So, of course, you know, um, and shout out to So and Classy because she dropped this in the group chat, but this person was definitely going to get it. But, of course, you know. So I'm And, and Leah, I'm sure you've seen it on Facebook trending as well. Um, what's her name? Tessica? Gorilla Glue Girl? Yeah. It's a Tessica. Oh, yeah. uh, oh God. It's so, this story is uh, developing literally as we speak. Triple G's. Triple G's. Um, so Tessica from Louisiana decides to make a video 
to educate us on what we should she from not Louisiana? do. She's from Louisiana, yes. Something about them Southern folks, man, but it's cool. What you, you trying to say? They stupid? I... <laughs> You have a lot to say about Mississippi, so I mean, I don't know. You might say they can't read, they can't comprehend. But anyway, (laughs) Tessica says, or not says, she makes a video pretty much saying that she ran out of her, you know, for ladies who use Gots to Be Glue. I mean, I don't don't use that product, but some women, you know, probably do. She ran out. So what does she decide to do? There is a, a a product called Gorilla Snot, which she probably maybe mixed up, but no. She did. She, she did didn't mix she that confirmed. up. She confirmed that she knew what the Gorilla Glue was, and like she didn't she didn't confuse it with the Gorilla Snot. Okay, so the, thank you for clearing that up, see. So for the fact that she did not even mistake that, it's definitely why we give her who masses this. She decides to go. I don't know what hardware store she went. Did she have it in her garage? I don't know. But she went and used Gorilla Glue. So she makes this video stating that her hair has been pretty much glued down to her head for the past month, y'all. The past month. She says she tried to wash her hair 15 times. 15 times. Nothing. So, um... Don't laugh. I'm not gonna lie, yo. When I first saw uh, the like the first clip, I thought it was just hilarious. Oh my really? god! Really? Did you? I, I I thought it was just hilarious at first. Y'all. All right. So after she does this video, right, it, it gets interesting because she, you know, finally decides to go to the uh to to the ER. Um, they recommended like uh alcohol wipes and like acetone. They was trying to do some things in the ER, but it was burning too bad, so they gave it to go. You know, they gave it um the pads to go. Um, she did it at home, but I don't think she had much success. Um, she did start a go a GoFundMe. Um, that actually raised I think like fourteen thousand dollars so far. It was only for fifteen hundred, and she's raised that much. Um, there's been different people reaching out to her about the solution. She finally now found a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills that said they can uh, assist with this process. So um, she's on her way out there. And she's planning to sue the Gorilla Group, Ooh. the company. Okay, so first of all, because I heard she raised like $6,000 and they thought she was going to go to like some type of surgery or whatever like that. But well, yeah, she is she doing a surgery also- in, in Beverly Hills, but yeah. Yeah, but she also can't sue Gorilla Glue because she right. admitted that she knew what the glue was and what it was used for. Well, she still used it. she said it's technically misleading because it did not specify that you cannot use it on your hair. It only said eyes and skin. Okay, so <laughs> see, this is why I was going to make my comment about Louisiana folks. But I'm a chill. stupid. Go ahead. Go nah, ahead. No, no, no. Don't 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 be shy. What you about to say about these Southern folk? You talk about white people all the time, so I mean anybody can get it. Nah, she a little she she a dumbass, all right? Just, just listen, please read and stay in school, y'all. Just please. But go ahead, see. I was gonna say, just keep it just just stay tuned. She can sue them if she wants. She can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. We'll just see how quickly that case is thrown out. Well, here's the right. thing. We got I mean, now. This is the thing. Remember, y'all, the McDonald's lady. 
who got burned by the coffee won. Although we know coffee is hot. She 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 drank I don't know what it spilled on her or something like that. And I think she spilled it on herself, I believe. And she still won that case. So that's a, that's a little bit different than this case though. If you look at any Gorilla Glue, it tells you it's useless. So by it saying don't use it for this, it like they they don't have to say don't, especially when you can see that when you admit it that you know. Not even to mention, I mean, to that, number one, you can't find this in any beauty supply store, number one. Number two, if you're saying, even if it didn't state hair, if you just say eyes and skin, the scalp is skin, (laughs) okay? So if you're telling you can't, there's another thing, you can't put on your eyes and skin, which is a scalp, why the hell do you think you put on your hair? Right. Yeah, that's honestly, yeah, that's that's the case she's not going to win. That's like... That's like someone with a heart problem, a serious heart problem, mm-hmm. using um, using like uh, what's it called? Um, when when my I'm having a brain fart right now when 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 they can't get it up, but uh, pills. Oh, the Vi- Viagra. Um, Viagra. Right, uh-huh. and, he, and he decides to use it anyway, and he, and he has like a heart attack or something, right? And he goes to sue Viagra. I mean, you're you not know gonna what? win because they make it known that with Viagra, you cannot. It, it's best that you don't use it if you have any serious heart condition issues. I think she's completely stupid. I don't really think she has a case, but I don't know. She we'll does see, it, especially we'll... when. And I think she put this shit on TikTok too. So here's the thing don't. now. People think she got like she's riding with this now attention. I mean, she did. She's almost she got verified on was it Twitter or Instagram? One of those. And she's up Wonderful. to like 700K. She almost had like 1 million followers off of this story alone. Bro, she has she has in her she has in her bio that she's a public figure. How she's a public fi- figure? I don't like just like when it goes wrong, just like they just doing too much now. Like I think she, like, ma- but you know a what? Public fig- uh, like, are you a public figure for dumbasses? But she's I- capitalized on this. Hey, she if she didn't want to sue the company, she could have got a sponsorship or something. I don't know. She could have turned this around, get some bread Listen, from being we stupid. Know we know what's gonna happen. She's gonna try to sue. She gonna lose. She gonna have to go bald. We gonna laugh at this. <laughs> We're gonna laugh at this. Yo, she did get the ponytail off. The ponytail is now off, so they're gonna just work on the crown of the head. So this this So she she out here she out here looking like she out here looking like an alien. Maybe. That's what she's telling me. Yeah, she earned that who's missing this. Yeah, we could definitely bless her. Hey, who misses this? Yeah, she's definitely worthy of that. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have anyone else to bless with a whose man's is this? Um, who else do we have? All right, so yeah, so we got we got some lovely gifts. So we appreciate you dropping by and bringing the gifts for us. So we'll go ahead and crack these open before we start tonight. Hey, who man's is this? Right, you good over there, DJ Clue? My fault, my fault. DJ Clue <laughs> Messing up. <laughs> hey yo, <laughs> DJ Clueless. Are we good? Hey yo, we good. I'm weak. Okay. We 
But yeah, nah. Um, we have Oh yeah. I was just gonna bless that that guy that started his impeachment trial, his lawyers, and all of the people on the other side that voted against his impeachment with a who's against this. They all deserve one, one a good who's against this. Because come on, bro. DJ Clueless. Hey, who's against this? this? All right, you know, DJ Cooper right now. This little hoop man is just again, little funky. Oh, no, we good, we good. Okay. All right, man. I'm trying to think. Did I have anybody else to bless with a whose man's is this? Oh, yeah, all the people who like playing with these victims, like these victim stories and making up stuff, they got to get a whose man's is this. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, whose man's is this? Definitely got to give one. Um, and you know what? I think that might be... You know what? I got to get Patrick Mahomes of whose man's is this because he's supposed to hold it down during Black History Month. You All know right? what's so funny? You brought to bring that up now. You just reminded me. Did y'all see the article? They said Tom Brady races because he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I you not right. There were so many tweets. He said there was like we think they were playing, but probably not because too many people were saying like, "Yo, this Tom Brady beat a black quarterback in Black History Month." Yo, he's straight racist. <laughs> That's a fact. All right, but so yo, we want to go. Yeah, hey, who misses yeah. this? But yeah, man. Um, that's all I have for who's man's is this. Did y'all have anybody else? No, I don't know. That's all I got. That's all y'all got. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, man. This was episode 44. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you guys rocking with us and getting in the mix. Don't worry. Next week, well, now the countdown will continue. It'll be five episodes away from, excuse me, our 50th episode. And then, of course, you know, next week we have our wind down with Leah. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. And we got some good wines. Bad boy style, bad boy edition, you know? Uh, Leah. <laughs> oh, now then play. Definitely. Next week, and you know what? Like I said, I think I'm getting it to, to the whole Malcolm and Marie. I think that's our homework assignment for the mixed okay. team. Um, there's been a lot I'll of chatter, so I definitely want to want to highlight this 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 film. All right, I'm going to see how this discussion is going to go amongst the three of us. Mm-hmm. So it should be a good one. Yes. But listen, it's your big dog, K6. Shattown's finest, Carlton, your dig, and your girl, Leah, a.k.a. the therapist, and always holding things down behind the scenes. Your girl so effing classy, and we out of here. <laughs>